Have you ever felt like you were at a crossroads in your life where you really just didn't know what direction to go and you felt like uh, nothing was really guiding you or giving you the, the courage or the information to make a decision? <laughs> I have. I'm actually there right now. I'm at a very, very huge crossroad in my life, and uh, I am actually pretty excited about it. I'm going to turn it into a little bit of an adventure, and I would love for you to come with me. My name is Katie. This is the Katie Q podcast. I'm also calling it Winiciously Yogacious. Yes, that is a mouthful. Winiciously Yogacious. I am a courageous wine drinking yogi and I am out for adventure, spiritual growth, and I am looking to spread self-love, appreciation, and a little bit of courage. I am actually currently celebrating a, a really successful yoga retreat that I led over the, the weekend. I'm celebrating with a glass of Cabernet. Um, <laughs> it's nothing fancy. I think this was about a $10 bottle. Um, but I like to have a little bit of wine at night. I like to have a little bit of wine most of the time. <laughs> um, but right now, this one I'm calling Celebration. Uh, it's pretty cool. I, I feel really amazing about where I'm at in my career. We were just up in northern Minnesota um, at Sugar Lake Lodge, and I led a yoga retreat with the beautiful Karen McGrath, and this retreat was something that uh, was uh, just a, a dream of mine a couple of years ago, and so this was actually the second year that we hosted this retreat, um, and I am feeling so cupful. I am feeling so heart overwhelmingly happy in this very, very moment in time because this was the best weekend. We had 20 beautiful, amazing spirits that came together for yoga, meditation. We had a lot of fun. We went paddle boarding. We went on a scavenger hunt. We did some painting and we played um, yoga bags. Um, if you are not from Minnesota, <laughs> um, or if you are, you might call it cornhole. Um, it's pretty fun to try to throw a beanbag at a hole um, while in a yoga position. That's something we did. We ate really good food. We had campfires. We laughed so hard constantly. And we even shed some tears because we were able to um, really turn inward and, and do some self-work as well and create some love of self and realizations. I just can't. I just can't. I'm so excited. Oh, man. And I also, I'm celebrating because I get to introduce my very first podcast episode to you. I absolutely can't believe that um, this is where I'm at. But here's the deal. While all of that is going really well, there's so many things to celebrate in my life. I'm also feeling really, really unsteady and uncertain because I'm about to leave my home state of Minnesota. I, um, I've been, I, I spent most of my adulthood away. I've been back three years and, um, I'm ready to leave again and I don't know where to go. I have an end date. (laughs) 
I know when my lease is up on my apartment. Um, And that's about all I've got so far. So this podcast is going to be a little bit of a journey. And this very first episode is going to just let you know a little bit more about who I am, where I'm at, and uh, why I think that I would love for you to be along my crossroad journey with me. I really hope you enjoy, friends. Namaste. Hello, my name is Katie. I go by Katie Q um, in my professional life and as a nickname. Uh, fun fact, there is actually no letter Q in my name. That's right, there is no letter Q in my name. However, um, it is a longstanding nickname and uh, that is why I chose it in my profession in the professional world. And at a later date, I will give you a little bit more about why I'm Katie Q. But for right now, this is the very first episode and I'm way too excited to spend time on that story. I want to tell you why I'm here. I'm so excited to be here because I am at the cusp. I am standing at the very beginning of a brand new adventure. I started my business just less than, well, maybe about three months ago, and it's really turned into something that I didn't foresee. And, uh, this podcast is going to be a little bit of a byproduct from that. Uh, Let me tell you a little bit more about me, who I am, what I'm doing here. So I'm 34 years old. I currently live in Minneapolis, Minnesota, or right outside. What up, Minnesota? Um, I work as a yoga instructor in the area. Um, I work for Core Power Yoga and I also work for a smaller um, studio that's called Open Minds Fusion. Um, And I've been with Core Power for a really long time. I say that, I mean three years, (laughs) maybe about three and a half years. Uh, So I do, I teach yoga, I teach hot yoga, all different styles of yoga. I'm also a meditation coach, which is pretty cool. And I'm an educator in both yoga and meditation. Um, I started this business, as I've already mentioned, and what I do there is um, lifestyle coaching. So I consider myself a lifestyle expert. What is a lifestyle expert? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> Basically, what I want to do is really, really help women get a foothold on their lives, live the highest, most balanced, um, high vibration lives that they can. Um, a lot of times, we tend to get really stuck and kind of caught up in this uh, mundane loop. And in, when that happens, it's really hard to break free. And so what we do is we work together. I do one-on-one coaching and we give you the foothold to propel forward and really feel like you have a grasp on life and feel like you have a happy and fulfilled life. Um, So that's really fun. That's a really fun thing that I do. I'm absolutely incredibly passionate about everything that I do in the professional world. Uh, I am very lucky to be that way. Um, I just started in this career um, three years ago when I started teaching. So um, very lucky to, to be so passionate about something that's still um, 
relatively new. Um, in one way or another, I feel like I've been coaching people my whole life. It's <laughs> it's been um, just an innate thing that I do. It's it, I've always been the kind of go to girl for my friends um, with advice. Even when my life felt like it was kind of in shambles, I really really loved being the one that could be support and strength and hope for other people. So now it's just um, it's just been incredible to see that turn into a career. What I did before that was a lot of, I was a cosmetologist. I spent a lot of years bartending. Um, I moved around a lot in my 20s. So I'll tell you a little bit more about that later as well. Um, so what I'm doing here is uh, starting a podcast because I feel like I'm at uh, a really pivotal moment in my life and it's fairly unusual, especially here in the Midwest, to be in your 30s and not know where you want to live. And that is exactly where I'm at right now. I love you, Minnesota. Please don't take offense, but you are too damn cold. Have you heard about how cold Minnesota is? Have you heard the rumors? Have you been here? It's true. It is mighty cold. Our summers are very short-lived. Right now, it's about 80 degrees out and um, it's gorgeous, but it's like the to- the clock is ticking already and it's uh, giving me a little bit of anxiety. And um, when I moved here, I also moved here about three years ago. When I moved here, I had never planned to stay. Let me back up a little bit. I'm from Minnesota. I grew up here. I grew up in southern Minnesota, a little place called Winona, about 30,000 people or so, maybe more now, I don't know. Um, And when I graduated high school, I went up to St. Cloud, Minnesota, and I went to cosmetology school. I started working as a professional cosmetologist at 19 years old, and I was saving every penny that I could. I knew that I wanted to leave. I actually always knew that I wanted to leave Minnesota. I never felt that really strong connection to it, like most Minnesotans do. By the time I was 21, I had enough money to get out of here, and so I did. Um, and I, at that point in time, I actually um, I didn't know where I wanted to go. I had absolutely no idea. And um, let me actually paint this story for you because it's actually kind of funny. So picture this, I'm 21 years old, I had uh, been out, uh, I'm sure partying the night before, and woke up and got ready for work, and I was working out as a cosmetologist, so I always wanted to make sure that I looked really cute, and that my hair was done, and um, I never looked out the window, Uh, and so when I went to go open the door, that's when I realized that we had had an overnight snowstorm, and most Minnesota's doors open in, mine opened out, so I actually couldn't open the door because there was a pile up of snow out in front of the door. Uh, it took me a little while to get out the front door, to get down the steps. I, I lived on the second floor and my our steps were outside and it was icy and slippery and I was shoveling and sprinkling salt and uh, when, by the time I got to the parking lot um, in the alley where I parked my car, I realized that the snow plows had come through. And when that happens, they actually just clear the pathway <laughs> for cars to move down the alley. And they don't really care about the cars that are parked in the alley. So you kind of become um, entrenched in this huge like pile of snow. And I could barely see the shape of my car at that point. Um, There was also a pretty epic fall involved. At one point, I slipped on ice. I was trying to walk up onto some bricks that um, enclosed uh, 
what would be a garden in the summer and to try and avoid some of the snow and it was slippery and I, I fell and I had my feet up over my head and I was laying in this like cold wet pile and that's kind of when I saw that my car was had been plowed in and I just like it's just like full panic it's like oh my god what am I doing (laughs) and that very same day um I was late for work of course um and I was in trouble for being late to work and I thought I I can't do this anymore. This is, I am not built for this. Um, (laughs) uh, And so I put in my two week notice and, um, and the fun, the really funny thing is that, you know, everybody that I knew was like, where are you going to go, Katie? Like, what are you going to do? You don't know anybody anywhere. And I said, you know what? You're absolutely right. But I know that I have to do this, so I'm going to do it. I actually recruited a friend of mine and we um we got in the car and we started driving and this was back before Google Maps and so I actually had an atlas and this atlas was like bigger than my steering wheel or my head you know is um one of those where each state is on a different page <laughs> and I basically it was so obviously it was it was cold it was winter it was January and um so I decided that if it was warm there I was going to drive there and so over the next 6 weeks I was basically traveling um across the southern states and circling places on a map like oh this would be a nice place to live or like a big x through the city like nope not gonna live here um i did everything from california um all the way through down to key west this road trip took about six weeks and um pretty incredibly at the time uh we spent about two thousand dollars total on that trip that's gas that's places to stay that's everything um so we were pretty impressed with ourselves on that (laughs) we slept in the car a lot we called the car hotel protege (laughs) um so anyway that actually uh, that trip landed me in new orleans when i was in new orleans i um on the road trip I had met a group of people that were absolutely incredible and they were really supportive in getting me set up. So I came back home, packed up my car, drove back down to New Orleans. This was about uh, four or five months before Hurricane Katrina hit. And uh, that's a, a story for another day as well. I did end up losing everything. Um, I got a little bit of money from FEMA. I think it was like $4,600, something like that. Um, I lost my car. Hotel Protégé was gone. Um, and so a little bit of from excitement and a little bit of bitterness, I um, jumped on a plane and I moved to Hawaii. I lived on the um, island of Maui for, it ended up being about two and a half years. And I loved, loved, loved it. If you have not been to Maui, please book a ticket. Please go. It's incredible. Um, and I... I ended up there for that amount of time. I really could have stayed. I I could probably go back. I could probably stay forever. Um, but I was young. I was um, coming up on 25, and I felt really um, excited to do whatever was next. Um, I wasn't quite ready to settle down. And so I ended up moving to the U.S. Virgin Islands, the United States Virgin Islands, um, And I lived on an island there called St. John. Again, book your ticket. It's incredible. Um, I was there for about a year and a half. Um, 
After that, then the island fever kicked in just a little bit, and I needed to move back to the mainland, and I moved to New Orleans. Uh, I can't remember how long I was in New Orleans, um, but I, I knew that I wanted to do that again, so I was there for a couple years, maybe two years or so. Um, loved that. Uh, again, felt the need to travel and do something exciting. And so I actually ended up moving down to Costa Rica. I wasn't there for too long. That was about six months living and then a couple traveling. And then I moved back, uh, to the States. I moved to San Diego and I was there for three years. I loved every second of that as well. Um, When I was 30 years old, I fell in love with a Minnesotan man. Um, Good old Minnesota boy. I met him when I was home visiting. And uh, I actually ended up moving back to Minnesota. And uh, I did not move here because I wanted to live here. I moved here because I wanted to be in love. And uh, it ended up being really incredible because that is when I started the yoga journey. Um, I had been practicing yoga for a really long time time, but that's when I decided to make the career change. Um, and everything just happened really fast for me from there. I, um, I started teaching as soon as I went through the the program. I, um, was managing a studio within a couple months of, of starting to teach. Um, unfortunately at the same time, I, my relationship, um, it well, it fell to shit. To be quite honest with you, it um, we moved really fast. Once I got here, we got a house and a dog, and um, we were on track for marriage. And um, as soon as it all kind of clicked into place, it it fell back apart. And uh, so I was like launching myself into my career at the same time dealing with uh, a really devastating personal life. And, um, I would have left because like I said, I didn't want to be here in the first place and I would have left, but I just, I knew that I needed to stay if I wanted to really make a go of this new career, um, because I was being given opportunity that was just really unheard of. And so I did stay and I just, I gave everything to it. I, everything that I could in any way. Um, but what happened as far as um, in my personal life, I I felt really dark. I felt really alone. Um, I was very suddenly incredibly broke. Um, here's another fun story. <laughs> the same day that I went through my breakup, I got in a car accident. Um, I slid on black ice, of course, and... Uh, and I totaled my car and I was in a neck brace and all of a sudden I'm like driving around in Minnesota, like in the middle of like the brutalist part of, of winter, um, in a rental car looking for like shit apartments because I can't afford anything else. And it was just, <laughs> it was like devastating. Did I mention the neck brace? Like, <laughs> oh my God. And then I'm going to work every day and trying to pretend like I'm this really put together, um, inspirational human being. <laughs> oh God, what a mess. Uh, and something happened during that time and my depression kicked back in. 
I say back in because uh, I have done a pretty good job of getting through depression in my life. I started uh, my depression journey. <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> my journey with depression as a kid. I actually don't really ever remember not being depressed. Uh, and so uh, that's something that I had to struggle with throughout my entire adulthood as well. And, uh, you know, I was really, really good at dealing with depression because I felt like depression was a close friend of mine. And so, um, it was like, but also it was like a secret friend. Of course, my, my closest, uh, the people closest to me in my life knew how severely I struggled. Some did. Um, but it was like an ebb and flow kind of depression. Like sometimes I would kind of forget about it. And then at times it would just like come in and hit me really hard during which time I would have to completely close myself off to the world. I would lay in bed. And um, if you've ever had depression, man, I feel you. I feel you. It is just, it is so heavy. It is so heavy. Um, but for the most part, people didn't know what I went through because I was really good at masking it, hiding it, camouflaging it, pretending like it wasn't there. At one point in time, um, the depression kind of started to fall away, which may sound really exciting, except for the fact that it was replaced with anxiety. <laughs> it morphed itself. It really kind of morphed into anxiety. And so then I started having anxiety a lot and, um, oh, have you ever dealt with anxiety? Holy shit. Whew. I don't know what's worse, anxiety or depression. It's whatever you're feeling at the time. Um, having dealt with both, uh, if, if I get hit with depression, I'll tell you that's the worst. If I get hit with anxiety, I'll tell you that's the worst. They're, they're both really heavy. Um, anxiety is a little bit more tight. Like it's a little bit more, um, fire-based, right? Where, where, um, you, you just feel like this constriction in your chest, breathing becomes very challenging. Um, and when I started doing yoga, that's when I started to feel like little bits of relief from the anxiety, uh, which was really, really special. I started a pretty regular yoga practice when I was living down in Costa Rica. Yes, it was in Spanish. <laughs> and then when I moved to San Diego, that was like six, over six years ago now, I started a near daily yoga practice and I was actually practicing at a core power out there. Um, and that's when I started to understand that I could actually shift this thing if I wanted to. I wouldn't have to live a life where I hid it, camouflaged it, masked it, pretended it wasn't there. Um, I can maybe actually make a go of um, changing it, of getting rid of it. And, um, and that hope that I got um, was what drove me to want to teach yoga. Um, that solace, that that little bit of knowledge that everything will be okay. And so that's why I started teaching yoga. Um, one thing that I've always been really good at is creating a really fun, exciting, adventurous um, like life. Uh, lots and lots of travel, obviously, if you can tell <laughs> from the places I've lived. I've also done a lot of backpacking and traveling to see the world. And um, it's been really, really incredible. But when I went through that breakup and I hit 
kind of rock bottom, um, I realized that I actually hadn't been in control of my anxiety and depression like I thought I had. And I had to come back in and reassess and do things differently. I allowed myself a lot of time to just kind of be sad and drink some wine. And then I fucking got up and I made started to make the change. And I didn't know what I needed to do. I didn't know how I was going to do it, but I started with um, meditation and I would meditate every single day and I literally, I didn't know how to or or even really what the goal was or what it, what it was. I just, I knew that I needed something a little bit further, a, l- a little bit beyond yoga. Um, and I was like, you know, I can do this. Like I know how to teach yoga. So like I know how to teach breath and pranayama. And so I'll just do that. And so I started to meditate and I started to study things like Ayurveda and energy and chakras um, and Reiki and all of these different like really healing modalities. And oh my God, it was, I just like went full blown into this incredible incredible spiritual journey. Oh, my heart just feels so full when I think about it. It was, it was a hundred percent life-changing. I was able to pull these little pieces from each thing that I was studying and apply it into my life in a way that just gave me new purpose. And I can honestly tell you that right here, right now, I am on the other side of depression and anxiety. I will never clear myself of it because like any um, anything that, that involves the severe chemistry of the brain like that, um, whether it be a, a mental disorder, an eating disorder, anything, PTSD, right? Like you don't, you don't just like clap your hands together and like free yourself of it, like poof, it's gone. You know, it's, it's always going to be there. It's always going to be something that you have to deal with. However, to know that you're in the driver's seat and like depression and anxiety are in the back seat is an incredible feeling. Like it's like sometimes they'll poke their head up and be like, hey, Katie, um, you're going to need to take a left turn here. And I can actually now say like, hmm, thank you for that piece of advice. I think I shall go right. <laughs> you know, it's just a, it's a totally different feeling. And, and it's because of that, that I decided to, that I needed to share that as well, how to kind of get in control of your life. And, and hence the, the business was born. Um, here's the deal, you guys, uh, here's the problem. As I mentioned, I'm living in a place where I don't want to live. Here's where the podcast comes into play. Um, I think that it's really important for me to document this journey because I am a 34, almost 35-year-old woman. I'm not married. I'm single. I don't even have a boyfriend, okay? I'm not on track for marriage, and I'm certainly not on track for kids, which, yes, is something that I want in my life. I know what I want out of life, but I am so far behind if you are looking at like the societal timeline. And you also have to a little bit look at the biological timeline when you're thinking about the kid portion of this as well. Yes, I know there are advances, but like, let's be real. 
the older you get, the harder that becomes. So here's the deal. I don't think that I'm alone in this. I don't think that I should have to feel alone in this because I know that there are other people out there that don't know what they want out of life. They don't know whether it be job, location, um, you know, even in their personal or spiritual life. And there's I have to tell you this. I have to say this. There's no right or wrong way to do life and there's no fucking timeline. <laughs> okay? You're on your own. There's no like there's no like everybody has to be at a certain place at a certain age. Like let's throw that piece of garbage information away. Let's say that you can start any phase of any part of your life at any given point in time. Um, and I really want to put a voice to that. I really, really want it to be okay to not know what the fuck you're doing. Um, and another really cool thing is that, um, just like when, um, you know, when like the, the clouds start to shift and the sky starts to get a little dark and you know that there's going to be like a really epic thunderstorm and you get all excited and you kind of like hunker down and like prepare, um, you got your popcorn ready, your Netflix show or whatever, (laughs) you know, like, um, you're feeling the anticipation of it. Um, that's how I feel right now. Like I, like this storm is brewing. I am, uh, standing at the very edge of something really epic. I'm going to leave Minnesota. And just like when I was 21, I have no idea where I'm going to go. I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, luckily, this time around, uh, there will probably be a lot less floundering <laughs> and a little bit more purpose because I actually plan to take my career with me. Um, and I, you know, I'm like a grown up now. <laughs> and so I have a, a much different perspective on, on the world and on life. And I'm really, really excited. I honestly have zero idea where I'm going to land, what it's going to look like. And it's a lot terrifying, but even more exciting. And it would be really cool for you guys to come along with me on that journey, and we can turn it into a little bit of an adventure. And as I get out there and try to um, assess uh, where I want to live, who I want to surround myself by, um, those types of things, maybe I can bring a little bit of adventure into your life, whether um, you're feeling pretty secure. Maybe you've, you've managed to nail down the, the stereotypical lifeline lifeline timeline <laughs> and and maybe you're my age and you've got the kids and the house and the dog and the career and um so maybe you can just come along for the ride and and <laughs> maybe that will make you feel really good about where you're at in your life <laughs> um all I want to do is make whoever is listening feel really good about where they're at in their lives let's shine a little bit of hope on not knowing and uh, a little bit of excitement on knowing Like I said, I don't really know where I start, but I can tell you that I have put in my um, end of lease letter to my landlords and my very last day here in my beautiful little studio apartment that has been so, so, so very good to me um, ends at the end of August, August 31st. 
I will be moving. So stay tuned. I can't wait to share with you as this plan or lack thereof (laughs) starts to unfold. Um, Let me know if there's a place out there that you think I should check out. Here's the criteria. Um, It has to be warm. And by warm, I mean pretty hot the majority of the year. I can deal with a little bit of cold, but not too much. Not a Minnesota winter, okay? Um, It has to be somewhat near water. Um, I love ocean, but I'm open to lakes. Like I really love here in Minnesota how we have so many lakes. It makes it really, really fun in the summer. Um, I think that's that's about it. Um, I want things to do. It has to be, uh, there needs to be like really good coffee and yoga. Um, a little bit of a, a more transient crowd might be nice um, because I'm really, really hoping that once I settle, I can find my soulmate. Yes, um, soulmate must be uh, willing to adventure and not like locked in. Um, universe. Are you listening to all of this? (laughs) Um, If you have a suggestion for me, I would love to hear it. That's all I have for you right now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. I can't wait to adventure with you. Namaste.